Hello, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Erasable Podcast, a podcast by and for people who love wooden pencils. Uh, I'm Andy Wellfleet. I am the editor of woodclinch.com, well, editor and sole contributor. Uh, with me is uh, Johnny Gamber, who is the editor of uh, pencilrevolution.com, and Tim Wassum, who is the editor of thedailycarry.com. Hey, guys. Hello. How's it going? Excellent. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited to be doing this. Yeah. yeah, I'm really thrilled this came together so quickly. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is uh, really exciting. I'm really glad to be here. Cool. So, um, so I think we should probably start. Uh, we are still kind of figuring out, you know, what this podcast is, what it means to everybody, uh, what will be on it. But uh, I think we should really start with each host origin stories, um, kind of finding out how everybody started using the pencils, specifically wooden pencils, uh, why they decided to blog about them, etc. So. Um, I think uh, Johnny's yours has been around probably the the longest as far like at least out of the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get started with pencils? Well, uh, back in I guess twenty oh four, I was after my first summer of a PhD program, and I had to do an independent study because I had this nice fellowship. I had to take classes, so I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> so I got into Hemingway a little late in life, mm. and. Uh, I was reading a movable feast, of course, and back then, you know, moleskins were all the rage, and everyone talked about that scene where he um he sharpens his pencil into the saucer of his cafe au lait. It's very romantic. So I ran out to the store and bought some cheap pencils and came home and wrote them with, wrote them with my moleskin. I'm like, these are the best things ever. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you're always looking for what pen is going to work in moleskins because the paper is crap, so nothing writes in them very well, but pencils do. Hmm. So um, I was blogging on a personal blog. And then I was sort of kicking around the idea of doing a pencil blog for a long time. And then um, the school year started back up. So I got busy. And the next summer in 05, I was studying for my uh, doctoral exam, so the prelims. And I found myself with more time on my hands. So then I kind of started it. And um, Armand from Moleskinery, he picked it up and then put it on Moleskinery for their giant audience. And then all of a sudden it kind of took off before I was ready. That's and awesome. that's how it all started. Hmm. That's awesome. So, oh four, oh five time time frame. Well, in my head, oh four on the web, oh five. Gotcha. That makes sense. And do you remember what kind of a pencil it was that, that was originally the one that yes. you used? I, I still have the very pencil. Wow. I have it uh, sort of locked away. It was a uh, Papermate American Naturals. Hmm. Nice. Back when they were a dollar for a pack. Wow. I actually American just found one of those in a random pen cup at school. They are really nice pencils. They are. Yeah. I kind of wish I'd bought more. <laughs> Now they're gone. Oh. <laughs> the pencil Tim, apocalypse. Tim, what about you? Well, uh, I actually, I've been a, in all honesty, I've been a pen guy my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, really since I was a really young kid. My, my dad, uh, his job had, had him traveling a lot, and so he'd be on the road, and he knew that I liked pens, and he started to notice that I would grab hotel pens before we left hmm. and so over time he started bringing those to me i started collecting <laughs> pens that way because i would have these little you know the boxes that checks come in and i would fill it with all these hotel pens that my dad would bring me and this is when i was probably five or six um so I've, I've been a pen guy for a long time always been picky about that and then really in the last i'd say three years mm-hmm. pencils creeped back in which of course i used them all the time when i was in school uh, elementary school middle school mostly and that was what I, I generally refer to as the mechanical pencil age. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, when mechanical <laughs> pencils became the coolest thing you could ever have, especially the ones that looked like pencils, which is kind of ironic. But <laughs> the, the zebras? Uh, yeah. 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 Ones, yeah. Um, I remember I had a teacher who had one of those and would always ask him about it really nerdily. And, they finally, <laughs> and then at the end of the year, she gave me one. That's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but about in the last three years, they started creeping back in uh, for a few reasons. One uh, is that I teach now. So I'm in school and I'm surrounded by pencils all day long. Uh, there's pencils everywhere. And so when I started teaching, just by exposure, I started to see them a lot and then started to realize things like, how crappy crappy pencils are <laughs> and and so with my students you know they'd, they'd go up to my sharpener and they'd try to sharpen a pencil and they'd be like your sharpener's broken and i'd say no you actually just have a terrible pencil <laughs> so uh i started so that kind of led me towards that direction from pens where i was like what are some good pencils uh which the actual the order of things is it led me to the the palomino blackwing 602 because i found out about the original because i'm also a, a enormous Steinbeck fan so that I had known about him mentioning the Blackwing mm. ended up planning about the 602 and then kind of went from there I guess I uh, kind of followed the internet wormhole from the <laughs> new 602 <laughs> back and started finding all kinds of crazy awesome stuff and and then it wasn't until just gosh three months ago <laughs> that I started the daily carry. Yeah. Uh, which was just what I needed at the time. Cause I'm sure you all can attest to this. There's only so many people in your life who are willing to listen to you talk about pens or pencils. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so I was, <laughs> I found myself talking about pencils all the time and uh, talking about this stuff and I realized I needed an outlet and uh, made the website. And sure then once I, once I put the site together, the square Squarespace site, uh, I quickly realized a pattern that I started reviewing a lot of woodcase pencils, and now, you know, I just had, <laughs> sort of hadn't realized how much I had been using them for so long. So yeah, so yeah, they are. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. I um, I mean, I've been using pencils for you know as long as I can remember, but but definitely like you know middle school, high school, I would use pens just because you know they're they're cooler, and you know you can. I had a Fisher Space Pen that I really loved. So I used that a lot, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, it wasn't until 2007, um, I ordered from a website called PencilThings.com, uh, which is still around, but just under different management. Um, I ordered a pack of, uh, a sampler pack of pencils, of really nice pencils. And they came to my house and, you know, like all of you, I realized how much better, better pencils are. Um, and I wrote a little review of it from my personal blog. I think it was even a, like a live journal at the time. Um, and I was I was using that, and I emailed the proprietor at the time, and I said, "Hey, check out my review." And he was like, "This this is really great. Would you like to be a product reviewer on the Pencil Things blog?" And I was like, "Heck yeah!" <laughs> so I uh, so he sent me some free stuff, and I reviewed it, um, and we went on like that for a couple years, um, and then in two thousand nine or ten, I can't remember, um, he left the organization, and they sort of decided to not continue doing blogging. So uh, I went independent and started Wood Clinched. Um, which is kind of my own, you know, it, it's, it's the wood clinched is the name of like the, the trademark for sandwiching uh, pieces of wood together over a graphite core that's on many of the sides, mm -hmm. on the sides of many um, Eberhard Faber pencils. So uh, that just happened, that dot com was open and I snagged it. <laughs> and uh, that's where I've been ever since. So um, I've kind of gone in from 
you know, using pencils to collecting pencils too. I have a bunch of pencils that I would never use, but I just like to have around because they're super cool. So, yeah, so that is, um, that is kind of the origin stories for all of us. Um, I, I'm sure that more, more about it will come up as we, as we go on. Um, so it's, it's pretty free form. Eventually we'd like to do some, have some guests. We'd like to have, do some features. Um, but in the meantime, I'd really be interested to know, you know, why pencils? Why do you guys use pencils? Um, I, uh, I don't know if anybody would like to, to start and it really has a, has a good definite answer to that question, but, uh, uh I have a definite answer to that question. Yeah. Go ahead, Johnny. But, um, a lot of it comes from like watching my, my daughter. I found, um, you know, when you give a grown-up a nice pencil or when you give a kid, like, any pencil, they just, like, start scribbling with it and they get that, like, look on their face. Like, pencils are, like, pure joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, creating for yourself, not social media and blogging and stuff at work. It's like, I'm drawing, I'm writing, this is stupid, I don't care. <laughs> this this guy's got a mustache he doesn't need. <laughs> but I, I think pencils are cool because it's like, you know, I'm doing this for myself. Nobody's going to read it, it's going to smear you know, rough draft type stuff. Yeah. Before you start, you know, creating things for other people and it becomes work. Hmm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's, I can, I can identify with that for sure. Uh, That idea of kind of it being that the pencil markings are this temporary thing in some ways because they can be erased and they can smear and all these things. And that's really kind of charming to me. Uh, My, my, reason for why pencils is probably a perfect example of why people don't want to talk to me about pencils <laughs> um, <laughs> because I get kind of weird. Um, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot for the last while and where, where I ended up is I had this realization that pencils, the way they function, the idea of uh, writing uh, and but then having the ability to stop and erase and start over and to pause and sharpen while you think uh, it just it really feels like an analog for how our brain works when we're, when we're creating something that using a pencil it slows you down just enough but it writes fast enough so you don't feel like you're being held back I guess mm-hmm. um, so I've always felt that and also just the fact that you can when I look at a pencil I understand the materials what it's made of where it comes from it's you know it's wood it's graphite it's wax, maybe a little paint and some rubber eraser. Um, hmm. It's it's simple, and you can identify with it. And I've always just, yeah, been charmed by that. And also, <laughs> you know, also the just the, the fact of being in solidarity with great writers from for so from so far back, and yeah. Thoreau, Steinbeck, these famous pencil pushers. You know, these people who used pencils and loved pencils. Uh, so much and figure that that was one of my I could have included this in the origin story is just that if a pencil is good enough for them it's got to be good enough for me when I'm scribbling my terrible short stories down in my notebooks <laughs> I know that I really like pencils for I mean you know obviously the reason you guys you guys like um and definitely you know pencils pencils are indeed out of a grand tradition and I think it even could go back further to for modern day um you know I was I was on the pen Attic podcast lately and and they were uh, kind of asking me, you know, why I like pencils and, and really a pencil is a really good, just kind of modern refined equivalent to the basic, basic form of writing, you know, just writing on a cave wall or something with a, a piece of charcoal, uh, you know, you're rubbing carbon off onto a surface. 
Uh, and really, you know, pencils may have gotten a nice, a nice casing, some paint and eraser, but essentially it's still that. So it's really kind of the purest form of writing that I think you can get. Um, that's another question. Uh, like Tim said, why, why people don't, people don't like to ask me that question. Because I'll just start talking about how pure it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, um, I actually heard somewhere recently on I think it was like how how things are made or whatever that show is on Discovery. Yeah, I saw the pencil episode and they said something about how is it graphite is the closest substance to diamonds because it's like so mm -hmm. pure. It's like almost it's just like one step from being a diamond. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Way more useful though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> It's it's funny. I watched. I oh, I can't remember where I saw it. Maybe Gizmodo or something. Um, I'll find a link and put it in show, show notes. Um, but I uh, I found you know you can you can take carbon and you can crush into diamonds. Um, you can actually take uh, ashes from you know somebody being cremated and have them turned into pencils. Creepy. I know. Creepy, but awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll that's have to find fun. that. It's that that's. I decided that's the way I want to go. I want to be. Yeah, I need to write yeah. that into my will. Yeah, I want to be somebody's pencil. <laughs> <laughs> so this everything took a little bit of a uh, of a morbid turn here, <laughs> but um. It's gonna happen. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so really, I, and because this is the you know the first episode, we uh we don't want to call it the, you know the you know, first weekly episode or anything because it's, you know, it's the inaugural one. I guess the proper term would be the inaugural episode. So um, kind of as we go and as we progress, I'm sure we'll kind of see what works best. But um, besides just, you know, talking about our favorite pencils, what do you guys really see this? What purpose do you see this podcast serving? Hmm. Well, I, I've, I've noticed, you guys might have noticed this too, that um, as social media takes off, people don't comment on blogs as much. Yeah. Because, you know, the novelty of seeing something you said on the internet when you don't have your own blog is kind of gone. So it could, could sort of, you know, add to the conversation a little more than like we used to have mm -hmm. back in the, back in the day in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> the golden days of blogging. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I, uh, I really love this medium a lot. I, uh, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. The pen Attic podcast for one is, you know, one of my favorites. Um, a, lot, a lot of the other shows on the five by five network. Um, so I, uh, I have been wanting to, a reason to get into this, you know, for a while. So I really, I think it's a really good kind of extra accessible extension to, you know, what we are already doing on our blogs. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely. It's a <clears throat> one thing about the podcast in general that I'm really attracted to is that just it's it's one of those things that as the world speeds up, people will need podcasts more. I mean, I think about all the kinds of information I get from podcasts and, and even just the outlet I get from hearing podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, I listen to podcasts about, of course, Pen Addict, uh, Anderson Pens. Uh, I listen to several different baseball podcasts and some, there's a Philosophize This podcast that I've been really, really into lately. It's just... Nerd. You know, it, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my, in my car, I can sort of like learn what I want to learn or I can t think about what I want to think about instead of just uh, sort of being a slave to our terrible radio here in East Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we have, we have some good public radio up here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, but it's, it's definitely, there's a lot of just like loud commercial radio Yeah, and podcasts are a really good way. I, I have a half an hour drive to work mm. and back and uh, yeah, it's just a good way to just sort of unwind and, you know, just take things kind of linearly. I guess I I didn't actually hit on my answer to your question personally yeah. as far as why we 
where I see this podcast going or the purpose of it, mm-hmm. things like that, uh, is it just definitely feels like it's filling a hole in the in the podcast world. I mean, with if I mean the pen pen podcast is obviously very popular, and not saying that we'll automatically be that popular, but just that um, at least I know from my experience that when I was when I've listened to that, I kind of came to it late and started from the beginning and worked my way up to present. I found myself just really deeply wanting them to talk about pencils more. <laughs> uh, but I can't, but I can't blame them for that because that's not their, not their MO, you know? Yeah. So uh, it just seems like a, it seemed, the idea seemed like a very natural thing. Yeah. Uh, something that I could contribute to and offer and uh, hang on both of your coattails. Cause you probably know a lot more than I do. <laughs> oh, Hey, I, I know people who know things, but I just make it up as I go along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so probably we should plug in case we have any listeners here who uh, did not come to us from, you know, from the pen world or didn't know about this podcast. Uh, check out uh, thepenaddict.com. Uh, he, they have a podcast about about pens. They do it every week, which is amazing. Um, they actually had me on uh, last week, um, which would have been uh, March 4th. Um, episode 96 episode 96 and and we did talk about pencils and it was a really great conversation and and i know you know they they certainly you know we we filled up the whole hour and then some which was super awesome but yeah i know that they would like to talk more about pencils but you know they have there's there's so many pens out there guys like we're gonna have to look back and look at you know various things but they could you know they could fill an entire hour each week on brand new pens Mm -hmm. which is pretty incredible um but yeah, I I that they're a they're a great podcast and you should definitely listen to them and, and definitely a big inspiration for me as we go forward with this. So mm-hmm. um we should probably kind of talk about um what what pencils are you guys using right now? And by right now I mean, you know, literally maybe right now or maybe just in the last week or so. Um I know that I'm using the uh I just got done with the uh the tri- the triograph, which is a big kind of thick triangular pencil by yeah. by Koenor. Yeah, it's it really is like fat P H A T or F A T, F A T. It's a it it's Maybe a <laughs> it, it's a cool pencil. I actually just posted yesterday a review on my blog, but it's a um, it's kind of like the Sharpie marker of pencils. It lays hmm. down a really big thick line, and it's super cool looking. Um, I don't have much of a use for it because I really don't draw. I'm a writer, or I'm, I write with them, I should say, um, and it doesn't make fine lines very well um if you're writing on like a college bound like a college ruled notebook or something where you have kind of thin lines it's just not going to lay them down very well at all Um, but it would be really good if there was like a large format screen that i was writing on or something like that i like that one a lot um and i actually just started a few days ago using um some pencils that i found at staples um they're made by statler and this may not be the appropriate show for them because we're about wooden pencils. Uh, and this one is called a woodless pencil. Oh, is it that full HB pencil? Yeah, the full HB. And Those it's, are neat. Yeah, they're they're cool. They're for I'll describe this to you, to you guys since we're not a video podcast. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's basically just a big stick of graphite with some lacquer over it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so it's, this isn't this isn't the Wopex or whatever. Uh, no, this is um I don't think it is. No, this this is just no. there's no wood at all. It's just just graphite. And oh, gotcha. it has a really, yeah, it has a really nice solid feel. Um, it actually, you know how some pencils you can kind of feel the graphite rattling around in the wood a little bit? Yeah. Uh, this one obviously has none of that. Um, 
just because it's just one solid piece and it's it's super sturdy and solid. But I think in making it such so it doesn't like crack or break easily, I, I think they lose a, it loses a little bit of performance. I'll uh, I'll try to get this more fleshed out for for the blog review, but it's definitely it light it writes very lightly and it's hard to just kind of take notes because I don't write super super hard on the paper. Um, so I can't use this very well at all, but it's it's a good price and it feels really great in your hand. Hey, J- Johnny, you said something. Did have you used it? Yeah, they're kind of sticky. Yeah, I thought I thought they would write like the Wopex, but they don't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of waxy, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, but uh, they I mean they erase really well and mm-hmm. they they look super cool. It kind of looks like those wood pencils that you know have the dyed black wood, like a like a Rhodia pencil. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and they're they're pretty cheap. They're maybe a couple dollars at at Staples if you have one of those. Yeah, Staples been doing a really good job with their ferrules and the erasers lately. Yeah. There's something about the design they pick. It's very nice. Yeah. They put them on well. I like those a lot. Cool. Um, Johnny, what are you, what is your current, current number two? Uh, my current number one is actually the Bopex. Oh, that's right. You just had a blog, a blog post about that. Yeah, I've been using them like crazy. And um, I just sent some to Gunther at Lexi Calliker and Matthias at Bleistift because in Europe they can't get the ones with the erasers. Hmm. Oh. Oddly enough, and I think they're like ridiculously expensive there. They're like five bucks for a dozen and a half here. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a nice score. And I've also been using um, the new Palomino, which was just on my blog, and um, a little tiny fat Dixon pencil with a uh, fat pencil clip hmm. that I bought on eBay that my mm-hmm. daughter keeps stealing from me. <laughs> Is that the that's the one I I was asking about the other day? I was wondering. Yeah, what that, I was wondering what that clip was. Yeah, they're, I bought them on eBay. They're actually from those um, those old fashioned like um, screwdrivers that kind of older gents would have in their pocket protector. Mm-hmm. That's what they go to. Cool. Hmm. I had no idea until I found one of those uh, screwdrivers in my pen cup. <laughs> you know, try as I might, I cannot find a good pencil clip that I really like. I I don't use them use a pencil clip that often, but I mm-hmm. just can't like I can't find one that really does it for me. Have you tried the uh, faultless clip, that like two piece thing? I don't think I have. No, I haven't. They're nice, but they leave a little dent if that bothers you. But mm. actually, after the dent, it sort of makes a nice little uh, catch for your pocket. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll uh, I'll check that out and I'll find a link for it. Um, Tim, what are you what are you using currently? Well, I'm actually also using a one of the new <clears throat> excuse me one of the new Palominos. Um, that's what I'm writing my notes in as we talk. But mm-hmm. it's a it's a Palomino B, which I got. I was kind of on a quest to find something that would be comparable to the 602, just mm-hmm. to kind of compare, have something close to compare to it. And yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying that. And also, uh, kind of my my current favorite, actually, that's the one I'm writing with right now. But my current favorite is the Field Notes pencil, mm. the Field Notes brand pencil. Mm. I've just fallen in love with because. I'm a sucker for a natural finish. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because I have sweaty hands, and so it lets me grip and doesn't doesn't get in the way. It doesn't get slippery. And I also love a round pencil, and so it's kind of the perfect meeting of those two things. Yeah. Which I which I really love. It's a little hard, uh, in general, for for what I prefer. I'm kind of a you know B to two B kind of person. Mm-hmm. Just because I do a lot of longhand writing of stories, lesson plans, things like that, where I'm writing for a long amount of time. And so I like it to feel smooth, so I don't have to be pressing down really hard. 
Uh, but I love this pencil. It just feels feels good in my hand. Uh, I love head up. I love that green eraser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the really simple ferrule on it. Uh, I really love. It just seems like it was. It almost makes me feel like I'm holding a pencil that was made in somebody's basement, which That's I love. Cool. <laughs> I actually don't know if that one was sort of sourced and designed by Aaron Draplin, or if that was more from the the Kudal guys. Yeah, that's a yeah. good question. Yeah. I think I was that on Johnny, was that on your review where you're talking about wondering if it was actually made by the generals? Yeah. Because it's made in America. Brian from uh, Field Notes, I don't know if this was on the record or off the record, told me that generals wouldn't take their order back then because their order was too small. <laughs> so he wouldn't say who it was, but I suspect it's Musgrave because Musgrave also makes the pencils for uh, Write Notepads, the Baltimore company. Yeah. Right? Yep. And they're now making the pencils for uh, pencils.com, aren't they? Most of them. Yep. Most of the Palomino line. That's oh, wow. cool. That's that's in my neck of the woods. I've been wanting to go visit there, but I you know, haven't managed. Probably I was, will this summer. I was driving down to Florida uh, over the winter, and we passed Shelbyville. And oh, nice. I really wanted to stop and, and, and check it out, but I uh, didn't have a chance. Well, maybe we should all, all take a, a class field trip down there. Yeah. 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 We could do like an on-site episode. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, A guy I know here in Fort Wayne... Um, Used to he grew up in Shelbyville and he actually worked at the Mes- the Musgrave factory um, tr- over summers while he was in high school just packing Ooh. trucks, and he would come home and his hands would just be completely completely dark with graphite. He probably hates pencils. He he likes them. He <laughs> he still uses them, which is awesome. Yeah, good, <laughs> <laughs> cool. So um, so yeah, those are the pencils that we're all kind of currently using or thinking about. Maybe the ones that are in our consciousness, and and I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that changes all the time, Johnny. I think you were saying that you, you know, just whatever is there is kind of what your new, your current favorite pencil is. Yeah, it might have changed a few times today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Uh, how many pencils? Describe your desk to me. How many pencils do you have just kind of laying around? Uh, well, there's a pen cup or a pencil cup on my nightstand. Uh, another one on my bedroom table. A uh, shelf in my dining room. A shelf in my living room, one on top of the fridge. <laughs> they're just like they're just like everywhere, and they're in my pocket. And I'm sort of getting paranoid because my son's crawling around, uh. <laughs> like an eye patch. Uh-huh. Like Conte. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I'm to be a little more careful. And then my daughter's pencil cups are everywhere in the dining room, also. Wow. So sometimes when you walk by, you just catch a nice little whiff of pencils. <laughs> <sighs> it's a natural deodorizer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I definitely have. You know, three or four pencils laying on my desk, and then a bunch more in a in a uh, you know big pen cup on the on the desk. <laughs> yeah, I've got the the ones I had mentioned, and also uh, a my pal from Shelbyville, Tennessee, Musgrave hmm. my pal that uh, Johnny actually sent me. So I've been using that today, and the the a backwards Palomino. I, I was had some unsuccessful surgery trying to take the <laughs> the ferrule off the back. And snapped it, so I, I sharpened from the jagged end so that it would look nice. <laughs> He's dead, <laughs> <I> also, Jim. <laughs> yeah. I also have a, I have a pen, pencil cup that's got uh, a few kind of randoms. The the, the Faber Castle. <laughs> uh, um, that's a tribute try. to you, uh, pencil yeah. pen addict guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the grip, which I actually dislike quite a bit. Hmm. Um, I don't ever use it so it's made it to the the pen cup uh along with some other kind of randoms but i have my my dudek custom groove which i actually reviewed today shameless plug yeah uh, and posted a review of my custom groove that mike made me and mike i should mention just is one 
he's an amazing guy and he was really helpful in actually creating my blog in general. He was really encouraging. Um, but he, he was open to making this custom groove that I can put six pens and nine pencils. So I've got a bunch in there, some black wings, a, a bullet pencil and a forest choice, which is a forest choice and a laddie, which are two that always jump into my number one spot over and over again. Hmm. That's cool. The, um, yeah, that grip 2001, I, I don't know what it is. It, to me, it's always like super scratchy. Like it just yeah, uh, yeah. kind of digs a little bit. And, I know they used to melt. And you know what? That happened to me. I, I left one in my car during a summer day and the dots melted. The little nubs. Yeah. 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 I was moving once and, um, an entire box of pencils became a block of pencil. <laughs> I, I was really upset. There were some really cool pencils there that were totally ruined. Hmm. Oh, Grr. <laughs> just Grr. one solid pencil. Yeah. <laughs> cool well um i'd be interested to know we, we talked a little bit about you know everybody's top favorites um what are some other ones um maybe let's say tim uh, we kind of all talked earlier about maybe our top three to five pencils and kind of generally on a you know in a typical day uh tim for you what might those be well some of them i've already mentioned but the the field notes pencil currently currently if i was doing like a current top five that would definitely be in there uh, that's the one that i find behind my ear at school a lot, uh, along with the the Blackwing six hundred two, uh, really, or the or the Pearl, depending on the day. It just depends on what I'm uh, what I'm looking for. The Blackwing Pearl, which yeah. I guess, if we wanted to give context, if somebody doesn't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Palomino remade the Blackwing six hundred two, uh, and then, but before that, had made a Palomino Classic that was very soft, and then the six hundred two, which was harder, and then the Pearl kind of lands in the middle, so it's kind of a happy medium. So those two. I gravitate towards, and I always love putting those behind my ear in school. Uh, actually, for the first few weeks that I'll, of school, when I'll have those, you know, in my pocket with a cap on it or behind my ear, my students will stare at it. And then finally, in every class, it's bound to happen. One of them will raise their hand and say, "Why do you have a paintbrush behind your ear?" The <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the field notes pencil. I love the Blackwing Six Hundred Two. The Laddie is a pencil I reviewed not too long ago i guess it was a month ago maybe a month and a half mm -hmm. that johnny you had recommended to me when i had reached out to you asking uh, about that ticonderoga round the soft mm -hmm. uh, ticonderoga that's not in production anymore uh, the 13882 i think it is round and i was trying to find more but they're not made and so you'd recommended the laddie and i actually ordered a dozen of, of the laddies while driving to Hilton Head to visit some family um, on my phone, on my phone, and you're still alive. Uh, yeah, and I made it. And <laughs> pencils made it to the house, uh, and so that's it's kind of a, a, I guess, would you call it a mini jumbo? Um, I mean, it's kind of like yeah. a medium size. It's somewhere between the like my first Ticonderoga, that big kids pencil, and just the standard. Uh, but it's got a round barrel, which is a big deal for me. I love a round barrel. It's comfortable to hold. It doesn't dig into your hand after a long amount of time. Uh, and it also has the wider core, which makes it softer, which I really love. Mm -hmm. So that one, I use that one a lot. Uh, the Forest Choice was the first pencil I reviewed on my blog. And that was uh, a pencil, it's very similar to the the Field Notes, except it's hexagonal. Uh, but it's, I love it for the, the feel and the usability of it, but also for kind of the idea of it, that it's made from uh, environmentally conscious practices they they use a renewable cedar uh, recycled metal for the 
feral things like that that i just yeah. i identify with i really love that yeah so it's 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 one that i really enjoy and also i have a special attachment to that one thanks to johnny's blog because i looked up the review on pencil revolution and saw that little button of hemingway i was like <laughs> i think i i should i should probably just go ahead and order this pencil because that was because uh it's been a, a big hemingway fan but uh and then lastly, if I if I picked a fifth, uh, the Musgrave Testing 100 is hmm. one that I've become kind of attached to that I did not expect once I got it. Hmm. Uh, I found it through, uh, I hope I don't get this wrong, Little Flower Petals. Is that the name of the blog? Mm-hmm. Little Flower Petals. Yeah, I had stumbled across her blog. I, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but... Uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, okay. Um, yeah, so we're I was. Facebook. I found her blog. Uh, she had some post about her current carry, like what she was carrying as far as pencils go. And that was one that she said something along the lines of if, if I become a eccentric writer and people want to know what I <laughs> use, that's going to be the pencil that, I, <laughs> that I'm associated with. And so I ordered some from my kind of first big order from pencils.com. Uh, that's where I got the Forest Choice and the Testing 100s and uh, I can't remember. Oh, the semi-hex, general semi-hex. So I got those three from them, uh, and I ended up really liking it. Similar to the Laddie, it has a slightly larger core, and so it's a little softer. Um, but the the hexagonal shape is actually pretty sharp, which I didn't think I would like, but I ended up enjoying it. But it's you know it's a, a local for me, semi-local, yeah. made in Tennessee, which is not really my home per se, but it's become my home. <laughs> how how far uh, is Johnson City from? Um, from uh, Shelbyville, two and a half hours, about. Okay, I think something like that. Which the problem is, that it's a direction I never go, so it's yeah. not something I'll just pass by. So it'll have to be a special trip, which will definitely happen. That's awesome. I yeah, the, the Laddie, the six hundred two, the testing one hundred, Musgrave testing one hundred, the Field Notes pencil, and the Forest Choice would be kind of my current, the ones I grab the most. I, I guess that's awesome. I'm reading this testing the scoring pencil right now and. It, uh, the description, it features an electro-graphite core that is specially designed to be picked up by test scanners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's cool. We should uh, we should t- try that out. Does anybody have access to a, like a Scantron machine? I might. Yeah. <laughs> we can just just start <laughs> yeah. writing and see see if there's any room for error in there. There might be a couple around my parts. But, uh... That's cool. Well, I uh, I don't know. My, my top five, um, I was just kind of giving my top five on the pen Attic podcast. And I was, uh, I think it, it's even changed since then. So not even a week. Um, and I, I know that the, uh, the golden bear is, uh, by, by, um, California cedar. It's a Palomino brand. Now, uh, the golden bear pencils is one of my very favorites. Um, it's a really good price. Um, it's a very solid performer. It's maybe not as solid as like a Palomino or a Blackwing, Um, but it costs, Less than three bucks for a dozen of them. It's uh, two twenty-five, I think, right now. And uh, I still have—they uh, don't make the triangular ones anymore, um, but I still have a uh, just a bunch of those. They're really nice pencils, and I, I use that every day. Um, really, the Blackwing six hundred two. Um, in this case, the Palomino Blackwing six hundred two, because I don't use the. I have some Eberhard Faber ones, but I don't use those every day because they're super expensive. <laughs> um, the Palomino Blackwing six hundred two is a really nice pencil. In fact, I'm using it now. Um, just really attractive. Um, it's a conversation starter. People are like, what the heck is that? Um, I like those a lot. I actually, yeah, a friend of mine who works at a winery in town, um, 
actually showed her boss, and, and they ended up buying a bunch of Palomino 602s and the uh, Blackwing 602s and the Pearls for their winery. And uh, uh, it's it's something that disappears really fast out of their winery. So <laughs> they've uh, eventually switched back to you know some plain old pencils. Um, <laughs> I I carry with me. I I don't really have a an everyday carry, a daily carry, if you will, um, because I don't like a lot of stuff on my pockets, but I do carry the Midori bullet pencil with me every day. Um, bullet pencils are a whole nother show, but, uh, the Midori bullet pencil is one that's still being made. It's a nice brass kind of, it looks like a bullet casing, um, and a pencil kind of sticks in the back of it, has an eraser on the end and a, and a pocket clip. Um, it's a really, really nice, uh, pencil holder and it kind of folds up neatly into your pocket. I carry with that with me along with my a field notebooks everywhere just so I I always have something to take notes with and that's a really nice pencil. Um, that thing's been sitting in my jet pens cart for about 4 weeks now so yeah it's going <laughs> to happen eventually. It's I mean it, it is definitely like the nice thing about pencils are they're not super pricey like you know a blackwing which is the most expensive really you can get they're maybe not the, the most expensive but one of the most and that's still only 20 bucks a dozen which you know compared to you know, multi-thousand dollar pens out there, or even like a seventy-dollar pen, but but definitely the Midori bullet pencil. It's a twenty, what is it, twenty-one dollars? Yeah, it's a twenty-dollar investment, and it's it's you know you get one little pencil with it, but it's it's that holder you're paying for, of course. So uh, it's refillable. It, yeah, it's refillable. Um, so it it is definitely something you have to think about compared to, you know, like a Golden Bear or the test scoring pencils, which is like oh three bucks for a dozen. Heck yeah. Yeah. So uh, I also like the general semi-hex pencil a lot. Um, that is, um, unlike Tim, I really like hexagonal pencils. Um, I think it's nicer to kind of to kind of grip it with that. Um, I completely don't know if this makes a difference or if this is the reason, but I'm left-handed and I just feel like it. You know, I can get a grip on it better. Um, I'm sure it has nothing to do with that. But uh, the semi-hex is nice because you know the it's it's a semi-hex, meaning it has kind of the rounded corners on those edges mm-hmm. and. It's super comfortable. It's a really nice pencil. And it is kind of your, you know, people think of the Ticonderoga when they think of like a classic yellow pencil. I think of the semi-hex. It's a really nice, just, you know, classic yellow pencil. I love the box with the like covered wagon on it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. And then uh, kind of the the last on my list is a a Helix Oxford, um, which is a UK brand. Um, And I actually found out from Mike, Mike Hurley from the Pen Attic that, they make a really, really huge kind of ubiquitous line of office supplies, uh, school supplies over there. Uh, you can get a, uh, a Helix protractor. You can get erasers. You can get pens, all sorts of things over there. So, Like the mead of Great Britain? I'm, I'm guessing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess one thing we never clarified, is this, is this our top five favorite pencils to use or our top five favorite pencils in general? Because I do really really love a yikes pencil (laughs) i uh, I got a couple of chicago cubs pencils that i really attach to but yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) a a yikes pencil is a um it's a brand that was made in the 90s by barrel and uh they're very brightly colored uh they don't perform super great but uh they just remind me of my youth because they're in those kind of like bright 90s colors so when you're (laughs) you know when you're between the ages of like say 8 and 12 uh, or, or even older, I don't know. <laughs> um, you're just really, really attached to them. So I can find them on eBay. And actually, apparently I was the first person on the internet to review them, apparently. Uh, and now when people around my age are Googling them, uh, 
they run across my blog. And so that is probably the top contributor of traffic to my blog is my review of the Yikes <laughs> Pencils. And I just did. I just Googled it. And there it is. <laughs> I think I think the YouTube uh, commercial for Yikes comes up before mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, and apparently I found out from... Uh, from Mike uh, Mike Hurley that uh, in England they sold a fountain pen, and I am consumed with having to find one of these now. Uh, their <laughs> the, name, the name of it is one of the greatest things. Yeah, the the heard. fountain of all knowledge is what it's called. <laughs> yeah, fountain pen of all knowledge. That's it's amazing. <laughs> he uh, he actually found an eBay auction um, that uh, I don't think it's ended yet, but but by the time this airs, it will have ended, and I fingers crossed he actually got it. So. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so, so uh, Johnny, what 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 are your top five favorite favorite pencils, just mm-hmm. in general? Well, uh, I'm very attracted to Generals Pencil Company, just because they're American and they're all cedar and they're so pretty. Yeah, but they're really cool, like retro graphics. So, um, one that is always in whatever I carry with me is uh, the Layout Pencil, mm-hmm. which is it's sort of like a it's almost halfway between a carbon pencil and a graphite pencil. It's kind of chalky, but it doesn't smear. It's very dark. Hmm. And um, uh, Abraham from La Vie Graphite, if I'm pronouncing that right, mm-hmm. he's the one that recommended them as like the best pen to write on uh, write in the rain paper. Hmm. And he's totally right. It looks like a marker and it won't smear. It's great. That's cool. But uh, that pencil, especially because they're they're round and they don't have anything on them, um, I always have a blue Palomino with no eraser. But uh, Charles told me they're not going to make them anymore. So I'm like mm. devastated. And I'm not going to carry them with me anymore. <laughs> hoarding them. Can, but, you, uh, uh, can you get a gross of them on, um, online still? Yes. I put a request in with my wife for my birthday <laughs> in August to get an early present. Because a gross of them will last forever if I you know, take care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I did uh, with the triangular uh, golden bears. Because I got a gross of them. Bears? Yeah. The, the, tri- the triangular ones. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> oh. Uh, I also always have a cedar point because, like Tim, I have really sweaty hands. Mm. And uh, the unfinished nature is really good, and they smell like incredible. So if I'm bored, I'll just kind of pull it out and sniff it, and people look <laughs> a little funny. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and I always have something German on me because <laughs> my name's German, and I really like German pencils. So um, usually there's like a Staedtler Mars, or I've really gotten into the Norris since I've got a nice stash of them. Mm, and good uh, episode so <laughs> something German. <laughs> something German on me. Right. <laughs> How many is that? Is that four? You got four. Oh, and, uh, Fat Dixon pencils. I'm like seriously in love with Fat Dixon pencils. When I, I was uh, um, in AmeriCorps Vista, whenever I had to go to community meetings, I'd have to like write really fast while people were talking. So I'd just get a really big piece of paper and one of those and it's like crazy block letters and get it all down. <laughs> they were great. Plus, like if you ever have a pencil fight with one of those, you're totally going to win. So, quick, uh, quick side. Do you guys do you guys know about pencil fights? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was Heard really it. good at pencil fights. I I'm ashamed to say. For a long time, I've just <laughs> felt like the only person in the world who knew about this, and I actually blogged about that and got a p- couple people talking about it. We actually called it the game of pencils, and uh, like you know, let's let's play, let's play, let's play pencils. That's kind of what it was. And if for those who don't know, you take basically take a you know you take a pencil. Uh, two people, one person holds it in both hands, kind of horizontal to the ground, uh, parallel to the ground, and the other person takes their pencil and just like flings it really hard at the pencil that's being held out. So whoever whoever breaks the pencil, uh, the, the, the opponent's pencil first is the one who re- 
who is victorious. Uh, and I actually just found out, um, you know, Hen from um, from Red and Hungry, she lives in Seattle, and uh, they have um, a pencil fighting league there. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. <laughs> I've, I've seen pictures on her Instagram. Uh, I think it may even be the Red and Hungry Instagram, but if I ever go to Seattle, I really, really need to go to a uh, pencil fighting uh, game. In fact, they have um, people dressed in costumes. And there's people like the uh, Taikunda robot is one of the one of the it's a robot with like in in yellow and has a big array. It's yeah, I'll have to find some of these pictures and post them. It's they're really amazing. <laughs> Sorry, that was a that was a Absolutely, yeah. I see. I don't know if you can bring your own pencil or if you, they provide like a standard. I definitely wouldn't bring my own pencil. Well, yeah, but not you know a really nice one. <laughs> I don't break my own pencil. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So, so Johnny, you like the um, you like the Fat Dixon pencils. Um, what yeah. do you th- What do you think about the Triconderoga? Uh, I've never had one that I could sharpen very well. The, the lead's really off center. Yeah, actually, it's really pretty, and I want to like it, but no. Yeah, I, I, that one I, it feels nice. I love holding it. Yeah, I love writing with it, like just because it has that sort of rubbery, grippy feeling to it that is awesome. But and it's a little bit a little bit bigger, so it kind of fits my criteria to an extent, but I have the same issues. The, yeah. the sharpeners I have end up cracking the lead off. I actually have a Coom um, special diameter sharpener that will sharpen kind of bigger ones and also triangular ones a little bit better. I, oh, I think it just wow. has a little bit, it has two holes in it. It has one regular size and one large size. And I think it has just a little bit extra like stabilizing in it. I think when you stick it in, it has like an extra area to kind of keep it held in place. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just a short to medium tip and it, you know, but it, it does pretty well. It's better than that sharpener that comes with it. Yeah. And I, I definitely like, I, I like those pencils, but I've never had one where I've used it up all the way and the ferrule continues to stay on. They're, they're glued in place rather than, oh. than clinched. So they, uh, they always fall off. Mm. And actually I, I, uh, said something on Twitter about that and I got an email from, uh, from the, uh, the customer service people at um, at Ticonderoga just asking me about it. So, um, yeah, it, that, so I talked to him a little bit about it, but yeah, it's it's definitely a a problem that I've had. But yeah, um, so here's something I think uh, kind of the next question we should talk about. Um, where do you go to find decent pencils? Um, do you go you know Do you go to Office Max? Do you go to Office Depot? Um, do you go to you know somewhere online? Um, kind of where, where's your spots? Um, I guess I can probably start this off. I um, I actually used to work for Pencils.com very briefly in 2011, and uh, I just kind of have a soft spot for them. So uh, the first thing the first thing I'll ever try is going to Pencils.com and seeing if they have it. Um, but honestly, like if I'm looking for just a you know just like a big box store um, kind of a pencil, uh, Staples has a Pretty decent selection. Uh, they have a few different Statlers, and actually, uh, Johnny, what do you say? Do you say Stettler? Uh, I always thought it was Stettler. Stettler. I'm gonna. I'll go. But with. My, my German is very, very, very rusty. I'm gonna <laughs> use the rude American way and say Stettler. <laughs> um, yeah, they have a they have a decent selection if you're looking for something that's just very accessible. Yeah, Johnny, where yeah, do you? Where, sorry, go on. Oh, their uh, their their Noricas are on sale right now. Hmm. That's Staples. A plug for more, yeah, more plug for Staples. They're like six dollars <laughs> for 
three dozen, which is ridiculous. Oh wow, that is really good. Yeah, Just stock up. Where else do you go, Johnny? Um, I usually find myself at art shops hmm. because mm-hmm. um, Central Baltimore is where uh, the world famous Maryland Institute is, and um, we've got an Utrecht and a Plaza and an Arts and Craftsman Supplies. And a lot of it's like open stock stuff, so you can check out what you like. That's um, awesome. And then usually if I find something I like, I'll go on the internet and like, you know, totally hoard a couple dozen away <laughs> in case they stop making them. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, I think out of all of us, you probably have the best access to going somewhere and getting pencils. Yeah, uh, Baltimore is awesome. Yeah, here in Fort Wayne, I mean, we have some art shops, but nothing like an Utrecht or a, um, like a Blick or something like that. Yeah, we don't have a Blick yet, but like I'm crossing my fingers. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, first year city. Yeah. What's your favorite e-commerce place to get pencils? Um, probably a tie between Amazon and Pencils.com. That's cool. Because I have Amazon Prime, so like everyone else in the world, I'm like, yeah, it's here in two days. <laughs> but some of the pencil prices are weird. I'm like, why is it $10 for Dixie? Shipping. Yeah. But, um, $5 pencils. for the pencils and $15 for the shipping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pencils.com last week, I ordered those Palominos for like $1.70 and I had them in two days. Yeah. Totally across the country. And we had a snowstorm. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> yeah, Tim, where do you find where's your where do you find your stash? Uh, <clears throat> similar to Johnny, it's the majority of the time it's a combination of pencils.com and Amazon. Those <laughs> are just kind of where I gravitate towards because in East Tennessee there aren't really many options of uh, other than that. So <laughs> I don't have many kind of brick and mortar places to to go to. So uh, there used to be this little art shop called Artopia that sadly is not uh, there anymore. So that was kind of my one place to go check. Uh, now the closest place I have to that is a Michael's, which, they have which a decent is stock. actually, oh, yeah, which, I, which I've, I've been able to get. Uh, I found Cedar Points there. I found the the Faber-Castell grips yeah. there in the, the layout pencils as well. The general generals layout puzzle. So I found some great stuff there. So that's really really my best place in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, to find we don't stuff. have them in, in uh, Baltimore, but there's another chain called Hobby Lobby. I don't know if they have. No, we have those up here. Yeah, yeah we have, yeah, that we have one, one in by. Southern Illinois. They've got a lot of generals, which is super awesome. Yeah, that's we have one of those close by that I actually haven't checked recently because it's about maybe thirty minutes away. Mm-hmm. So I don't really make it over that direction very much. But um, plus Hobby Lobby's the worst. <laughs> they sell. Hopefully, they'll never try to be a sponsor of the show. But they, they, <laughs> they just have a bunch of just cheap crap there. Yeah, and there's four people who work there. Yeah, you know, or like, and that means like for every shift. So there's like one person at <laughs> each shift. But uh, yeah, I really hope they don't try to sponsor. But um, <laughs> I don't think I don't so, think I think we've we've taken care of that. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, I I'm a. I find myself roaming, you know, which I'm sure both of you do. Just kind yeah. of uh, grocery stores, Walmart, Staples, Office Max, places like that, where I just kind of can't help but walk through the aisle. Yeah, and I'll find things now and then that you know I can't believe that I've been able to find that'll show up for a week, and then when the stock's gone, they'll just disappear. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, things like that. But yeah, that's really it, I guess, is Michaels, and then. Uh, well, actually, I should mention Jet Pens. I've been really excited lately that Jet Pens is a great place. Uh, JetPens.com is a great place to go for single pencils. Hmm. Um, they have 
like the Mitsubishi High Uni pencil, mm-hmm. which I've never, never tried but always wanted to. Uh, one really awesome thing about jet pens is that you can buy them uh, one pencil at a time for the equivalent price that you would pay for a dozen. So like a dozen is $28 and uh, to buy a single one, it's roughly one twelfth of that, I guess. That's cool. That's a great idea. Roughly. Jet pens is great. Yeah. That's where I, that's where I got my trio-graphs. Yeah. So that's like, like the high uni one to look into those uh, as well as the Mitsubishi 9850 and then a Tombow 20, 2558, I think it was. Hmm. Those are those are all ones that I'm kind of wanting to get from there uh, eventually. That's cool. But you can buy them single, which is great for it's like I think it's a it's two twenty five or two thirty five a pencil for the high uni, and a dollar for the ninety eight fifty. So the ninety eight fifty is a really nice pencil, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. for the price. Yeah, a dollar a piece. Mm-hmm. Comes with an eraser. So um. So we we kind of skirted around this issue. We've we've talked about how um, you know good pencils are way way better than you know a bad pencil, and a lot of people don't realize that just because pencils have been so commoditized over the years. Um, I, I'd be interested to know, Johnny, kind of what what do you think makes up a a good pencil? Like characteristics um, of a good pencil. First, uh, well centered lead, because you know when you basically sharpen it all the way down and still just a spear that doesn't write. That's that's just terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm a sucker for pink erasers, which has nothing to do with quality, but just aesthetics. But um, I think a well-centered lead, I'd say cedar, but there are a lot of really nice pencils that aren't cedar, like mm-hmm. Wopex and um, Faber, a lot of Faber-Castell stuff that they make out of pine. But um, also, like, you know, you look at the imprint and see... Uh, you know, what sort of care they put on their pencils and how much they care about that pencil representing their brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess how well the ferrule is attached. I hate when it they clinch it and then the, the paint chips come up. Yeah. It makes me ballistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <laughs> mad. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that pencil wall. I mean, a lot of it is it's appearance, but... You know, then once you write with it, I like something that's nice and smooth and yeah. a little dark. I like a B two B kind of guy. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, cool. Tim, what, what's your favorite characteristics of a good pencil? Uh, similar to Johnny, to B to two B is kind of my my sweet spot. Mm-hmm. It, some HB is great. You know, some of them that are a little darker because I like I like it to be dark. I'm I'm okay with the scratch a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but my kind of weird thing about that is that I. I'm fine with hearing the scratch. I just don't want to feel it. Yeah. Um, so I, I love the sound of it, but I, just, I, don't, I don't like to, to feel it. So in general, it's uh, I like a round pencil, which I mentioned earlier. I like a round one just because it's, it's, it's comfortable in the hand. And, you know, as you write, you know, how you find yourself <laughs> rotating the pencil slightly mm-hmm. as you go, as, as one side uh, wears down. When I have a round pencil, I can rotate it. It a really small rate instead of the hexagonal where it's, you know, yeah. One six. Sort of a big, big, yeah, big, yeah. yeah, big switch. So I like the round one because it's just, I don't have to sharpen as often because I can just slightly adjust as I go. So I like that. Um, I do like, I mean, I mentioned that I like B and 2B. I like a little bit of a softer pencil so that usually I gravitate towards pencils with a, a little bit wider of a core because it gets a, yeah. a softer feel to it. So the laddie, the testing 100, uh, I really enjoy pencils like yeah. that. 
You should um, you should try out this trio graph. It's it has a really thick core, which is really nice. And yeah, I mean, yeah. if you can figure out how to sharpen it, <laughs> more power to you. <laughs> I could not uh, without just using a knife or something. But yeah, it right. it has that really really thick core. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely try those out. Yeah, uh, that's. I guess that's it. Just the, just kind of the round round barrel. Yeah, soft softish lead. Uh, but I write for long periods of time usually when I use them. And so I don't like to have to sharpen them every two minutes. So it does need to be a little on the hard side just so yeah. just for, for durability's sake. So uh yeah. Main stuff. So you guys have talked a lot about you know some of the characteristics that I would like, um, usually relating to performance. Um so I guess I'll talk about some of the aesthetic reasons why I like some pencils, what really draws me. Uh get it draws me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad pun, awful pun. <laughs> um so I, I really, I mean, I like, I like yellow pencils, but I really like ones that go out of the way not to be yellow. Um, a lot of the, um, like the, for example, the Mars Lumograph has that, you know, just gorgeous kind of blue and dark gray or black or something colors. Um, I, I really, really like the, um, the blue uh, golden bears that are the, like that really kind of rich, creamy blue. Uh, and then that, that uh, orange eraser. It's definitely not a pink eraser, but it's still works pretty well. Um, and just pencils that have some color to them. I have a big collection of just old pencils, old branded pencils, and they just there's all sorts of colors. They're just beautiful. Um, so I, I like ones that do that. Ones that have like a nice thick uh, lacquer on the barrel. I mean, I, I like um, I like the natural finish as well, but I do like me a, just a thick pencil lacquer. Um, <laughs> I uh, I um, really really hate and as i'm sure you guys do of those those foil wrapped pencils um you know the kind you get like target for you know a dollar and it has like the like the sprite branded pencils for example where you you sharpen it and that plastic clear foil just starts to sharpen off Mm. and i just i just god i hate those um they make me people get them for me because they're like oh andy likes pencils let's get him some of these they're cheap yeah, so those foil wrap pencils just really just get my goat because it's it's it just feels like the pencil manufacturers aren't even trying. You know, they're not silk screening it. They're not. You know, I like a pencil with a design as much as everybody, but you know those those foil wrap ones. I don't know. It feels really lazy to me. <laughs> Have you tried those uh, Ticonderoga Noir pencils? The the black Ticonderogas. Yeah, they're they're um. The wood is black, but they have some sort of like iridescent finish to them. Oh yeah, like the silver ones. Yeah, I don't want to admit to owning them and liking them very much. But <laughs> yeah, the the foil on them doesn't come off, and it's sort of got a nice like kind of grippy texture. Huh. So we I'm... joke that they're a fairy pencil. So my daughter's really into fairies. <laughs> no, I uh, I've I've definitely seen them, but I guess I've never picked one. I'll 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 check that out. Yeah, yeah. they're not bad. Just, yeah, you know. I don't write with them in public or anything. Right. <laughs> They're your that's guilty a pleasure pencil. My usual like uh, appearances. That's a that's a good future uh, future topic. Our, our guilty pencil. Our gu- gu- yeah. guilty pleasure pencils. <laughs> wearing like shiny pants or something. Yeah. Disco disco pencils. Um. <laughs> so um. So yeah, that that's that's really about all I had. I think that uh, we covered. We got a lot of ground covered today. Um. Does anybody does anybody have anything else they wanted to add before we do a couple little like, you know, laundry laundry list things? I mean, I, I was just thinking that big picture, uh, next episode or episodes from here on out, um, we'll get into some of the more specifics. Yeah, Today we did it. It was a nice general 
uh, hitting the basics kind of thing, uh, talking about us, where we come from, which is great. I think maybe from here on out, we're going to start getting into some more specific subjects where we really dive deep into some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we really nerd out on some stuff. Uh, like similar to the pen ad, if they had a, a glossary episode, so we might take an episode where we talk about uh, what are some of the terms that we're going to be using all the time, just to kind of get those out of the way for people who don't, you know, feral, who don't even <laughs> know that term. I didn't know that term until four months ago or something like that. So uh, that'll definitely be something that happens. So I just w- wanted to mention that so that if anybody has felt a little, I guess, behind or something if we didn't do a good job of uh, sounding accessible and explaining things in a way that somebody who's not as deeply into pencils as we are if we didn't do a, a great job with that that we, we are going to get into things a little more specifically and talk about the terms and take yeah. it step by step and just enjoy ourselves as we do it because i mean this is something that we all love to nerd out on so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun i'm really excited to talk about this kind of stuff more absolutely um so um, I just kind of on that topic, I'd love to see more of, um, I'd like to hear from the audience. Um, I guess I make an assumption that we will have an audience, <laughs> um, but, but I, I think it's a, I think it's a good exception, uh, um, assumption. I think that we'll have people who, you know, just kind of want to hear what we have to say. Um, so I would really love to know what you guys would like to see us talk about or review. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, prob- chances are between, you know, our three blogs, there is a product that we have reviewed or at least talked about. Um, but if that's something that you would like that person to come on, come on air and talk about, or if there's something that is new and none of us have have yet covered, um, we would completely and absolutely love to talk about that. So um, I know we we have a brand new spanking uh, email address. Uh, Tim, what is that email address? Uh, we are at erasable. Actually, let me double check this. I don't know if I put the in there. It's at erasablepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, so that's erasable e-r-a-s-a-b-l-e podcast at gmail.com and you can also follow us at twitter we have a new twitter account it's at erasable podcast same same thing so at erasable podcast on twitter or erasable podcast at gmail.com if you want to contact us via email that makes sense and at the end of it we'll give our kind of personal personal accounts uh so Mm -hmm. you can go follow us or talk to us there um but before we do um no, this is a completely brand new podcast. Uh, it's something that we're still figuring out the format for, uh, how often we want to do it, how long we want to do it. But um, you know, we would we would love to uh, host any advertisers, people who would like to reach a lot of very thoughtful pen and pencil people, um, specifically pencil people. Um, so uh, if if anybody is is interested in uh, sponsoring this podcast, um, please drop us a line and we can talk about this and figure it out. Um, so. Uh, I guess we can uh, probably close the show now. Um, Johnny, where can people find you on the internet? Um, PencilRevolution.com. Oh, and uh, I, I guess I should ask, are you a card-carrying member of the Communist Party? No, not card-carrying. <laughs> okay. I'm much more think... careful than that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't have cards anyways. So. Right. You write, you write on that card in pencils so you can erase it if you need to. It's a secret <laughs> tattoo that consists of a graphite pencil point stuck under the skin and then broken off <laughs> I, have, your watch your I have one of those that's awesome i really have one i, I have one on my leg where i accidentally jammed one of those crappy pencils with the you know the points that you you take out and put in the back oh yeah i, I have one of those leads in my leg <laughs> i still make those yeah tim you're next enough. 
Yeah, uh, you can follow me a few, a few different. Oh no, I'm I'm sorry. You're, you're next with the uh, the pencil in your leg, or in oh, your arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, work it I'll I'll see if I can get a student to do it for me. <laughs> okay. So you get a really sharp one from David Reese, so that doesn't cause you any severe Heck damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> It'll be in like in <laughs> fight in Fight Club, <laughs> where you have to burn your hand with a lie. Yeah. No, uh, no triangular pencils like those triangular knives that like the wound never heals or whatever. Um, I'm sorry, Johnny. I, I completely interrupted your your contact us. Um, at uh, pencilrevolution.com. Um, on Twitter, I think it's pencilution. P e n c i l lution. Um, <laughs> Pencil revolution was too long. Um, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Gamber, one word. And I think that's it. My email is editor at pencilrevolution.com. Pretty cool. Which I check every day. Awesome, Tim. Finally. You can follow me on Twitter at daily underscore carry. That's daily underscore carry. And then I have a, I'm also on Instagram. My Instagram address is the daily carry. Somebody is sitting on the daily carry on Twitter. So it's at daily underscore carry on Twitter and at the daily carry on Instagram. My website is www.thedailycarry.com. Wait, is it? Actually, dailycarry.com. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you can contact me at thedailycarry at gmail.com. I okay. check that every day as well. Very cool. Well, I am uh, Andy Wellfley. Uh, I on Twitter at A Wellfley. That's A W E L F as in Frank L E. Uh, I do not have wood clinched on Twitter because somebody has it and never uses it. So if for some reason this guy in the Philippines is listening to this podcast, I'd like to talk. <laughs> so uh, yeah, a-, a Wellfully on Twitter, um, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kind of a nerd here and tell everybody that I'm also on App.net, uh, which is uh, I'm Andy W at App.net, um, and then you can get me at woodclinch.com or email me at Andy at woodclinch.com. Uh, it's all one word. So um, any closing remarks, gentlemen? I feel like we should make a pun on farewell and say ferule. <laughs> ferule, ferule, everyone. Please don't erase us from your podcast feed, even though we are the erasable podcast. <laughs> Keep on penciling, everybody. <laughs>